Hello and welcome to another podcast, another week. Uh, here's some stuff from the radio where we look at news and just chat rubbish about the smaller news stories. It's light, it's frothy, there's nothing wrong with that in a world that sometimes can lay heavy on the soul. This is more like um, a lemon sorbet of topical comedy. Also, you know that we record these in the shed these days. I converted the shed into, quote marks, a studio. still really a shed, but it's got a microphone in it. And you might be able to tell if we just shush for a second, you can hear the rain. There's a downside with doing stuff in the shed. Uh, but it does mean, hopefully it won't come through on the radio show, and I'll tell you why. When people say, why do you use those annoying music beds all the time? Because I'm in a shed, and they cover a lot of the background noise. So if it's not rain, there's often cats fighting outside. Um, it explains the smell, but hopefully that comes across okay. Anyway, I've done enough waffle. Let's do the proper waffle, the professional-grade waffle that is the podcast of the show. Enjoy! That's not a bad sh- start to a show. Ooh, that spoonerism nearly went wrong. Um, however, although some days, it depends on your diet, but that's what happens. The point is, we are on air, we're broadcasting. Welcome along. How was your weekend? I had a fun weekend of, well, looking after the lads yesterday was nice. And then, what did I do? Friday night, did some telly. Oh, Saturday night. The gig on Saturday night was um, it's somewhere in Surrey. But it was interesting that I bumped into some audience members. One group of them had come along to see the stand-up show because they were big fans of Late Night Mash. And we had a nice chat. And then there was another bunch of people who were there because of the TV stuff on GB News. And I managed to keep those people apart. I felt that they shouldn't meet. You know what I mean? This is like in uh, the end of Mrs. Doubtfire, where you go in and he's in and out of the room trying to make sure that the two halves of his life never actually meet. And that's... That's what my career has now created for me, so that's nice. So what's happening on today's show? We are talking about The Crown. Not the pub, the TV show. Aliens are in the news, I wonder what's going to happen then. A cure for baldness, oh sweet mercy. If, it, if it's actually true, and I could get rid of this baldness lark, you'd never see me again. I'd be off on the somewhere in France, being all popular with the ladies. Um... Hell's in the news and something to do with darkness. I have no idea. We'll find out as we plough on through the show. Aliens are in the news. I know we do a lot of alien news. Because we use tabloids to knock together this here show. And they go on about aliens a lot. So, in the papers, pilots have spoken about their close encounters with UFOs, including being buzzed by one seven years ago. Um, This Mark Hulsley guy... Uh, told air traffic controllers that the craft above his jet was over the Pacific. He said, I imagine there's a lot of going off in radios. Uh, We've got a few aircraft to our north here, uh, going around in circles much higher altitude than any of us. Any idea what they are? And then he called back 23 minutes later to say that the three that he'd first spotted had then increased to seven, adding, they just keep going in circles. And they don't know what it was. UFOs. They could have been aliens. And imagine if that's what aliens do. They don't make contact. They come to Earth and do donuts like young kids do in, uh, like, you know, young drivers, young lads. They go and do donuts in Sainsbury's car park. That's what aliens are. Great. And I was more worried about the fact that if aliens try and get in touch using radio broadcasts, radio frequencies. What happens? Honest question. What happens if they pick 107.5 megahertz, which is what we broadcast on? I'd be sat here like an idiot trying to do some radio show and then all of a sudden interference would kick in because they've probably got stronger broadcast I've got. 
Earthlings, we have been monitoring your radio broadcast to learn about your species. So you have another leadership contest in the UK? There is a strong chance some want Boris Johnson to be PM again because they still have the old printed headed notepaper and you need to cut government spending as much as possible. We're slowly cutting it out again. Anyway, that you could tell what I've been talking about, but I don't know. It's probably not going to happen, so I imagine we don't need to worry about it. We'll just keep an ear out for it, is what I'm saying. Netflix has done a U-turn. A lot of people doing U-turns these days. I don't know if you've noticed that in the news. Netflix have done a U-turn and added a disclaimer to the TV series The Crown in its fifth series. The hit show had been blasted by former PM John Major, he's probably in it, isn't he, and actress Judi Dench, among others, for not clarifying that the events of the show are partly or completely dramatised. And uh, I kind of don't mind. I think if you're sitting there watching the dramatisation that is The Crown and you think it's all real, maybe it's you're the idiot, but... Yeah, put a sign up there, I don't mind. I know people get upset with trigger warnings or clarifications. Yeah, a couple of seconds worth of some words on the screen that I'll ignore. It's it's like films that say, based on a true story. I don't really pay attention to whether it's a true story. I don't care. just want to watch a film, don't I? Although, I will say this. In the world of radio, maybe this show needs some warnings at the start. Feel free to suggest some. Um, like, may contain scenes of violence. I mean... It's not often we do that on the show, but you never know. Right, warning may contain trace of nuts. Um, some of the messages we get, that fit. If you'd like to suggest any of the warnings that this show should have, feel free to get in touch with these bad boys. We actually, just keeping you up to date, we've been suggesting warnings that this show should have. Paul gets in touch and says, how about may include some nudity? How, how did you know? What have you been, is there a webcam again? I told him no webcams on there. Keep them coming through if you fancy any warnings that this show should have. Tweet at Mr. Stephen Allen. Also talking about the cure for baldness. This is what I've been after in the news. A cure for baldness could be on the horizon after hair cells were generated in a laboratory. Because I'm worth it. Scientists grew fully mature follicles with long shafts and also found that adding a drug that boosted melanin improved the colour. I don't care about the colour, I just want to have the technique involved creating skin organoids. I'll have some of those. Tiny, simple versions of an organ in a Petri dish. I mean, this would change my life. Now, the doctor who's done the research to it, there's a sentence in the news that... I mean, I'm quite nerdy. I used to be a chemist, but this sentence does me in. Organoids were a promising tool to eradicate the mechanism for your hair follicle, follicles to have morphogenesis in vitro. Did he have a stroke at the end there? Is he still speaking English? Anyway. Oh, I'd imagine being able to have some hair. You don't know what it's like. Or maybe you do if you're a, if you're a bald gent or a bald person. But I would change my life. Well, I'd be on the telly. Without, and here's the big problem of being a bald man on telly. The studio lights are so bright and my head is very shiny. And I was talking with one of the makeup ladies recently about the problem is, if you've got a very shiny head with a white light on you and the backdrop behind you is white, no one can tell where your head ends. <laughs> you just get face and then it gets brighter and blurs and it's just like, nope. 
people look at me and probably think I'm like three inches shorter because they've just got no idea where my head ends. So anyway, if that, uh, yeah, if they do manage to bring in this cure for baldness, you'll never see me again. I'll be gone, but it's been nice. Normally, I don't cover a lot of weather-related news unless it's really exciting. Hopefully this fits into it. Um, Halloween. Oh, we're talking about Halloween. Do I not have a Halloween music bed somewhere? Where's the... Hang on, hang on. There we go, the actual from the film, Halloween. No, it's fitting. Should have thought of this. Halloween could be uh, fairly warm in the UK. It's apparently we're going to be treated to some quite high temperatures, forecasters say. Uh, the weather could turn ghoulish with low pressures. Uh, up to October 31st, likely to herald gusty winds, rain and warm days. I was thinking, though, if it's going to be Halloween with warm weather, we've taken a step towards, like, things getting fairly tasty. I mean, look, the weather's all over the place, which means if we've got the hot weather up here, down in uh, that there hell, maybe they've got the cold weather. That's right. This just in. Hell might be freezing over, which means, finally, all of those things we thought wouldn't happen until that happened are going to happen. So if hell's going to freeze over, good news, that means I'll be getting back with one of those exes. Um, it also might mean that Harry and Meghan become uh, members of the royal family again. What else, what else would happen when hell freezes over? We'll finally fi find a long-term prime minister? You will never know. There is a chance the hell's freezing over. So, and this is the big scary one. If hell is freezing over, that means, finally, we will get the end to the DFS sale. <laughs> oh, this is nice. This is entertainment news, but Larry's not here today. Um, Gordon Ramsay should stop serving octopus in his dinners, according to vegans. I mean, no surprise there. If I were to guess what vegans think about eating octopus... I reckon I'd be on the money. I'm not in favour of eating octopus. They are too clever. I don't like the idea of eating something that might be as clever as not all humans, but certainly as clever as some humans. Have you met some humans? There's a story of an octopus in a research laboratory. I can't remember if it was America or not, where every day they'd turn up and the lights had been fused. So they put a camera up to see what was happening. And this octopus had worked out that if it squirted water at the light switch, it would trip the circuit breaker and the lights would go it could turn its lights off from without even getting out of bed cleverer than many people but apparently um one of the reasons you shouldn't eat octopus isn't my point of view that they're too clever apparently they're cursed there's an ancient curse animal rights activists warned customers at his restaurant uh, might be being turned into eight-legged creature the jinx particularly strong around halloween um Elsa Allen of Peter told uh, in an interview, by serving octopus in your restaurant at the eerie time of year, you'll put yourself and diners at risk of the fabled ancient curse, which is said to affect all those who kill, cook and eat the octopus. I will say, though, um, when it comes to curses and Gordon Ramsay, he's normally good at doing them rather than the other way around, isn't it? What should the warning be for this show? Because I don't mind having something right at the start. I might even get these made. You can keep suggesting them. Little warning so that people know what they're in for. Um, Donna says, well, in an email, you can get in touch via email, um, might, may contain scenes of mild peril. 
because no one actually believes Steve can do this. Oh, well, I'm glad you're on the edge of your seat. It's like extreme sports listening to this show, isn't it? Thank you for your vote of confidence. This news story is a small one and it won't take long. I've only got one joke on it, but here we go. <clears throat> this is in the papers. A star from the indie band The Mock Turtles is campaigning against wind turbines. Already you know what the joke is, don't you? But let's carry on. Martin Murray, who played guitar in the uh, in the band that had a hit in 1991, is angry at plans for Dee Valley, North Wales, where they, they want to build some wind turbines. Which is weird, because when I said to Martin Murray of The Mock Turtles about making a wind farm, and I asked whether I could lay the foundations in the ground... And I said, can I dig it? He's, you know the joke. There's no, oh, it's been a long week already, hasn't it? it? Means we get to look at some of these news stories we didn't get time to look at today. In the papers, uh, Brits could earn £20 a day for sitting around in the dark uh, and cold to prevent power cuts this winter. Millions have been promised up to £240 off their bills after National Grid revised its anti-blackout scheme. Getting paid £20 a day for sitting around the dark. I mean, it'd make this radio show quieter, but I'd I'd take that money. I would take that money. If, um... It's weird, though, isn't it, that sitting around in the dark at home, they will pay you £20. And yet you do that in the bushes somewhere with a pair of binoculars. Oh, apparently you get moved on. So life's not fair. It's probably good that we didn't get to talk about that news story. I might have incriminated myself. And that is your podcast done. Let's have a look. Because my plan is to go, start going through some of the stories that I pick. But I, some of them I keep back thinking like, oh, you never know. I might be able to do something with this. But mainly what happens is, I'll put that one there. Um, mainly what happens is if I don't use a news story in a show, it never gets used. So I should be putting it in the uh, podcast only. So give me some music bed and let's go through the uh, leftovers. Ah, some leftover news stories. What didn't we talk about recently? Ronnie O'Sullivan has revealed that he believes in a snooker god. 46-year-old Potter, nicknamed The Rocket, thank you for that, uh, won more than 13 million in prize money. He says that it's all down to the god of snooker. I've developed my own belief system based on the snooker gods. It's a shame that he's starting to lose it, isn't it? What's, What's, how does your religion work there, Ronnie? It's the cue ball, Jesus, because even when you pot it, it keeps coming back. More on that later. Uh, Madonna. Apparently she says her ears have been damaged because of uh, years of belting out songs. Music producer pal William Orbit said decades of uh, their gigs have taken their toll. She's blasted her ears for 35 years performing on stage, so headfo- headphones uh, have to be up loud. Could have been worse. That pointy bra that she used to wear and make sure she didn't have someone's eye out. And what's this story? Uh, Katy Perry says that she has to be careful not to become Fat Elvis when she's performing in Vegas. All right. Do you mean, like, gain weight? Or do you mean... um, (laughs) It's going to do a joke about dying on the toilet. Do you know what? Sometimes it's not really worth just improvising these things, is it? Because even I think... You can't say that. You can't... You can't be making jokes about dying on the toilet. No. I did once get trapped on the toilet when I put my back out while turning around for the loo roll. And it turns out, it's actually a great place to get stuck. Because it's not like you're going to end up being desperate for the toilet. Anyway, so uh, more will be happening on the next podcast. Get subscribed wherever you found this. You can tweet me at Mr. Stephen Allen. Have yourself a good one. And until next time, bye.